saw the blank look in his mother's sightless eyes when he'd gone searching for her that long-ago morning. He hadn't saved her then, and he couldn't save them all now. But sometimes he had to remember that women weren't always in need of protection. Sometimes they were just as guilty as men. The walk to Nellie's house was silent and terse. Nobody answered the knock. Garrett slipped the lock again and opened the door. Hello? He called. Is anybody home? Miss Tate? The next door opened and an older woman stuck her head out. Who are you? Her gaze slid over their leathers. Nighthawks, eh? Indeed. Garrett smoothly introduced them both. I'm Mrs. Haraway, Miss Tate's neighbour. She ain't at home, if that's what you're here for. When did you see her last? Perry asked. This morning, Mrs. Haraway replied, when she left for the theatre about half nine. Why? What's wrong? Miss Tate is missing, he replied, jotting down the time she'd left her home. She vanished from the theatre just before rehearsals were due to start. We're just trying to ascertain her whereabouts. Oh! Mrs. Haraway clapped a hand on her mouth. Oh, what a shame. I hope she's all right. I know it ain't quite right what she does, but she has such wonderful manners. Wouldn't think she's an actress. Does she have many callers? Not a one, Mrs. Haraway told him firmly. I wouldn't hold much with that, and I've told her too. She said she don't like having people in her home. Says it just for her. A space away from all that madness. A private woman, Miss Tate, don't ever see her much, nor does she say much about herself. Does she have family? Perry asked. Mrs. Haraway frowned and wiped her hands in her apron. You know, I've never seen anyone. As I said, she don't talk much about herself, so I really couldn't say. Thank you for your help. He slipped her his card. If you remember anything, or see something unusual, could you please let us know? Mrs. Haraway took the card and nodded. Garrett held the door open for Perry. The moment it was closed, he breathed in. The apartment smelled like rose petals, the kind a woman put in her drawers. There was no sign of Nellie, not that he'd expected to find one. An hour later... There was still no sign of anything at all about the woman herself. A mystery. Usually there were letters to be found, or a diary, or something to indicate the lifestyle of the person who lived in a home. But it were as though Nellie were only a mirage. The only hint to the woman's personality were the scattering of plays and books that seemed to litter the parlour. It's almost as though she doesn't exist, Perry murmured, fingering a well-worn copy of poetry, as though her entire world can be found within these pages, but there's no hint of Nellie outside of them. She surveyed the room, as if she could see something that he couldn't. It's almost as though this was merely a place of residence for her, not a home. It's as though Nellie hasn't found her home yet, or maybe she's still looking for it. Garrett eyed her. Nellie reminded him a little of Perry. Barely anyone outside of he 
and perhaps one or two others at the guild knew anything about her, and that was the way she preferred it. He was starting to gain an impression of the actress. Was Nellie Tate simply another role the woman played? Did anyone know the woman beneath the polite young actress's facade? That thought led directly to another. Was Perry playing a role too? Aloof, taciturn young nighthawk. What was she hiding? And, for the first time, he wasn't entirely certain if he referred to Perry or Nellie. Well, he said, watching Perry with curious eyes as she glanced at the back of a book, no point asking her. He'd simply watch and wonder and slowly work his way through the labyrinth that protected her. Let's press on to the enclaves and see if there's anything in here. He gestured to the case with the mechanical leg. That can give us a clue about Nellie's disappearance. After all, and-